Picture a peaceful Sunday afternoon in Vinton, Virginia, where Teresa Hodges and her two daughters are visiting her father, Dave Fulcher Sr. The sun is shining, the air is crisp with the scent of autumn leaves, and laughter echoes through the halls of the Fulcher household. This is a glimpse into the everyday life of the Hodges family, a portrait of normalcy that is as comforting as it is deceptive. Meet Teresa Hodges, a dedicated wife and mother, the pillar of the family. She's the kind of woman who always has a kind word to spare, a comforting hand to offer. Her husband Blaine is a member of the Scruggs diving team. He's no stranger to the depths, both of the sea and of sorrow. Together, they have two precious daughters, their laughter the sweetest melody in the Hodges' home. Despite Blaine's past legal troubles and their financial difficulties, the family's Amway business was gaining momentum. They were a team, tackling life's challenges head-on, their bond unbreakable. Yet as we delve deeper into their story, we'll find that even the strongest bonds can be shattered. Two weeks after this seemingly ordinary visit to Teresa's father, a devastating tragedy strikes. The Hodges family, Teresa, Blaine, and their two daughters, are found murdered in their Vinton home, their sanctuary turned into a crime scene. The house was also set ablaze, an attempt to erase the horrors committed within its walls. The news of the quadruple homicide sends shockwaves through the community. A family, once full of life and dreams, is reduced to a chilling headline in the local newspaper. The peaceful town of Vinton is thrust into the limelight, its tranquility replaced with whispers of fear and uncertainty. Little did they know this would be one of their last family gatherings. Fast forward two weeks later, the unimaginable happens. The quiet town of Vinton is shaken to its core. The Hodges' home, typically filled with the laughter and warmth of a loving family, becomes the setting of a horrifying scene. On that fateful day, Teresa Hodges and her husband Blaine, along with their two precious daughters, are discovered in their own house, victims of a brutal quadruple murder. The shock runs deep, the horror almost ineffable. A family, by all accounts typical, their lives snuffed out in what could only be described as an act of unspeakable violence. The details that would unravel were no less than chilling. Autopsy reports would later confirm the horrifying extent of the violence. Teresa, the doting mother and dedicated wife, was found to have been strangled and burned, a gruesome testament to the cruelty she must have endured in her final moments. Blaine, the father, a man who had known grief and loss, yet stood strong for his family, and their two innocent daughters were found shot in the head. Their lives brutally cut short, their futures once filled with promise extinguished in the blink of an eye. The once lively home was now a chilling crime scene. The walls that once echoed with laughter and love now stood silent, bearing witness to the terrifying act of violence that had unfolded within them. The family's dreams, their hopes, and their everyday joys were reduced to ashes, much like their home, which was also set ablaze, perhaps in a futile attempt to erase the heinous acts committed. This was a crime that defied comprehension. A family, who were by all appearances ordinary, found themselves at the center of an extraordinary tragedy. Their lives, their stories, cruelly ended, leaving behind a gaping wound in the heart of the small town of Vinton. A family wiped out in their own home, a mystery that would haunt the small town of Vinton. As the town reels from the shock, the state police violent crimes unit steps in. The magnitude of the tragedy necessitates their involvement, and the seasoned investigators immediately set to work. Their task is monumental, to make sense of a crime scene that has been corrupted by fire, to find answers in the ashes. The initial investigation is a whirlwind of activity. Evidence, or what remains of it, is meticulously gathered from the charred remains of the Hodges' home. 
Each piece is handled with the utmost care, cataloged and scrutinized in hopes of revealing the hidden truths of that fateful night. It's a painstaking process, one that requires patience and precision in equal measure. Simultaneously, interviews are conducted. The officers speak with neighbors, friends, and relatives, anyone who might be able to shed some light on the events that led up to the tragedy. They listen to stories of the Hodges, of their lives, their struggles, and their joys. They search for anomalies, for inconsistencies, for anything that might point them in the direction of the killer. The autopsy reports arrive, and with them, the grim details of the family's final moments. Teresa Hodges, wife and mother, was strangled and then burned. Her husband Blaine and their two daughters met an equally brutal end, each shot in the head. The details are chilling, a stark reminder of the brutality of the crime. The investigators file search warrants hoping to uncover more evidence. They scour the Hodges' financial records, delve into their personal lives, and examine their business dealings. They leave no stone unturned, driven by a collective determination to bring justice to the Hodges. But despite their tireless efforts, the breakthrough they're hoping for remains elusive. The evidence they've gathered is circumstantial at best, insufficient to point them towards a definitive suspect. The leads they've pursued have led to dead ends. And so the case goes cold. Despite their best efforts, the investigators hit a wall. The case goes cold. The Hodges quadruple murder, a case that rocked a small town and captured the attention of a nation, remains unsolved. The search for answers continues, but for now, the mystery of the Vinton murders lingers. As we wait for a breakthrough, let's take a closer look at the Hodges family. Teresa and Blaine Hodges were individuals deeply connected to their roots, their shared love, and their shared struggles. Teresa, a woman of immense strength and dedication, was the pillar that held the family together. She was always there for her husband, Blaine, supporting him through thick and thin. Blaine Hodges, on the other hand, was a man who knew grief and loss, having been a part of the Scruggs diving team. His experiences, however, did not deter him from his path. Instead, it forged him into a resilient character, able to withstand the harshest of life's storms. Their relationship was not without struggles. They faced their share of financial difficulties, a common tale in many households. However, the love they had for each other and their two daughters was the compass that guided them through these challenging times. It was their beacon of hope, their source of strength. In the face of adversity, the Hodges family found a business opportunity with Amway. Despite the initial hardships, their business was beginning to gain momentum. It was a promising venture, a glimmer of hope amidst their financial struggles. They were on a path to financial stability, a path that would have ultimately led them to a better life. But their journey was cut short. Their dreams and aspirations were halted abruptly in the most tragic of ways. Not only did they lose their lives, but they also left behind a void, a void filled with unanswered questions and unsolved mysteries. Despite their financial difficulties, they were a family united, making their untimely demise even more tragic. As the case grows cold, a name surfaces from the shadows. Earl Bramblett. Who is this man, you might ask? Earl Bramblett was more than a mere acquaintance to the Hodges family. He was a close friend and confidant. He was someone they trusted, someone they led into their home, their lives. But as the investigation into the grisly quadruple murder unfolded, this same man found himself in the crosshairs of suspicion. Earl Bramblett's connection to the family wasn't the only reason why he became a person of interest in this chilling case. His behavior, both before and after the murders, raised several red flags. Earl showed an unusual interest in the details of the crime, 
often asking probing questions that seemed out of place for a grieving friend. This, coupled with his inconsistent alibis, painted a troubling picture. Additionally, Earl had a history of erratic behavior. He was known to have a volatile temper, and there were reports of him making disturbing comments about the Hodges' daughters. All these factors combined to make him a prime suspect in the eyes of the investigators. But could this man, a friend to the family, really be capable of such an unthinkable crime? The idea is chilling, but as we delve deeper into this case, the pieces of the puzzle start to fall into place in a way that's hard to ignore. But remember, suspicion doesn't equate to guilt. While Earl Bramblett was indeed a prime suspect, the question remains, did he really commit these horrific crimes? Or is he just a convenient scapegoat in a case that's more complex than it appears? Earl Bramblett, a friend, a confidant, and now a suspect. As we continue to unravel the mystery surrounding the tragic Hodges family murders, remember to keep an open mind. The line between friend and foe can sometimes be disturbingly thin. Could Earl Bramblett really be the killer? This question has undoubtedly crossed the minds of many, as investigators began to piece together the chilling puzzle of the Vinton murders. The evidence against Bramblett was scattered, but significant. Firstly, physical evidence. The investigators found a roll of duct tape and a blanket in Bramblett's van. Both items were similar to those used in the crime. Additionally, a hair found at the crime scene matched Bramblett's. Coincidence? Perhaps, but the odds were certainly stacking up against him. Then there were the testimonies. Bramblett had been a close friend of the Hodges family, often spending time at their home. He was one of the last people to see them alive. Moreover, he couldn't provide a solid alibi for the time of the murders. In fact, his behavior following the murders raised eyebrows. He seemed unusually interested in the investigation, often asking the police about it. Some might say he was simply concerned, yet others found his fascination suspicious. He also made contradictory statements about his whereabouts on the night of the murders. Most damningly, an acquaintance of Bramblett's came forward, alleging that Bramblett had confessed to him about the murders. He claimed that Bramblett told him he had done something terrible and that he would see it on the news. But perhaps the most chilling piece of evidence came in the form of a tape recording where Bramblett can be heard saying, I killed them all though he later claimed it was just a joke. The evidence seems to point towards Bramblett, but is it enough to convict him? The physical evidence, the suspicious behavior, the alleged confession, all these pieces of the puzzle seem to fit. But is it a clear picture of guilt or merely an illusion of justice? Only time would tell. As the evidence mounts, Bramblett finds himself in the courtroom. The trial of Earl Bramblett was a spectacle a spectacle that brought together a community still reeling from the unimaginable loss of the Hodges family. The prosecution had a case built on circumstantial evidence and fueled by the public's desire for justice. The evidence presented painted a chilling picture. The testimony of the state police's violent crimes unit, the autopsy reports, the shell casings found at the scene that matched Bramblett's gun. Every bit of evidence seemed to point to one man, Earl Bramblett. But then came the defense, working meticulously to poke holes in the prosecution's case. They argued that the evidence was circumstantial at best, that there were no direct links connecting Bramblett to the crime scene. They questioned the credibility of the investigation, citing a lack of concrete evidence and the absence of a clear motive. They painted Bramblett as a man caught in the crossfire of a flawed investigation, a scapegoat for a crime he did not commit. As the courtroom drama unfolded, spectators held their breath. The tension was palpable. The verdict was in the hands of the jury now, 12 individuals who held Bramblett's fate in their hands. 
The deliberation was intense, the decision heavy, but in the end, the jury rendered their verdict. With the gavel's fall, Bramblett is deemed guilty. But is he really the killer? Despite the verdict, doubts remain. Is Earl Bramblett truly guilty? As we delve deeper into the Vinton murders, the waters become murkier, clouded with uncertainty and unspoken questions. There are those who argue that the case against Bramblett was not as solid as it seemed. The evidence, while substantial, was largely circumstantial. No direct, incontrovertible proof tied him to the crime scene. There were no eyewitnesses, no damning DNA evidence. Some have even posited that the investigation was too focused on Bramblett, that other potential suspects may have been overlooked in the rush to find a culprit. And then, there are the inconsistencies. The autopsy reports revealed that Teresa Hodges was strangled and burned, while the others were shot. Why would a single assailant use two different methods of murder? These are the kind of questions that sow seeds of doubt, that make us question the narrative we've been presented with. One cannot ignore the whispers of potential alternative suspects either. Some have pointed a finger at Dave Fulcher Sr., Teresa's father, noting his strange behavior after the murders. Others have suggested that perhaps Blaine's diving team, the Scruggs, had a role to play. Theories abound, each one as unsettling as the last. It's easy to see why doubts linger. The Vinton murders were not a simple case of who done it. They were a tragedy that left a community scarred, a family devastated, and a host of unanswered questions in their wake. The fact remains that four lives were cruelly snuffed out and justice, it seems, remains elusive. Earl Bramblett was found guilty, but with the myriad of doubts and controversies surrounding the case, can we truly say that justice was served? The case may be closed, but the mystery of the Vinton murders still lingers. The echoes of that fateful day continue to reverberate, leaving us with a chilling question. Who really killed the Hodges family? Now it's time for you to play detective. We've journeyed deep into the chilling narrative of the Vinton murders, a case that has left its indelible mark on the annals of true crime. A seemingly serene Sunday afternoon that transformed into a nightmare for Teresa Hodges and her family. A home, once filled with love and laughter, turned into a horrifying crime scene. The murder of Teresa, her husband Blaine, and their two young daughters is a mystery that continues to baffle us, even today. The State Police Violent Crimes Unit led the investigation, tirelessly gathering evidence and conducting interviews. Autopsy reports painted a horrific picture. Teresa was strangled and burned, while Blaine and their two daughters were shot in the head. The prime suspect? Earl Bramblett, a name that has become synonymous with this case. We delved into the life of the Hodges, understanding their struggles and triumphs. Blaine, a member of the Scruggs diving team, had his own share of grief and loss. Teresa, a dedicated mother and wife, stood by her husband through thick and thin. Despite financial difficulties, their Amway business was on the rise. Their lives, tragically cut short, leave a void that can never be filled. But was Earl Bramblett truly the architect of this heinous crime? The evidence against him was substantial, leading to his trial and subsequent conviction. Yet, doubts linger. Was justice served or was an innocent man condemned? We've presented the facts, the evidence, the suspicions, and the doubts. But what do you think? With all the information at your disposal, it's time to don your detective hat and draw your own conclusions. Is Earl Bramblett the true killer? Share your thoughts and theories in the comments below. Let's unravel the mystery of the Vinton murders together.